Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. Jaxer's been going down a hole this week. Oh no! They say he's got to go. Oh no, Godzilla! Yeah! <laughs> oh no! There goes Tokyo. Oh, go, go, Godzilla! Yeah! I have been listening to, well, I mean, it's the beginning of spring. It's time for Blue Oyster Cult as well as Godzilla. We go. saw Godzilla vs. Kong. I also watched Shin Godzilla last night. I am in the mode Shin for Godzilla. a big green lizard, and I'm not talking about Holden McNeely, one of our co-hosts. Welcome to Page. I can't <laughs> believe we're talking about Shin Godzilla on this particular program. I are. love this movie. It is uh, directed by the guy that made my, probably my fan, favorite anime series of all time, Neon Genesis Evangelion. It is um, just... Is this a crazy thing to say that it kind of makes me want to watch Evangelion now? I mean, hell yeah, it does. It should. It's because it really... And honestly, it's very similar. Like, it's very much deconstructing popular Japanese... Forms right, and in Shin Godzilla's case, it's it's the whole obviously Gojira, the whole Godzilla um, mythos, and in Neon Genesis Evangelion, it's like Gundam. Dude, MJ, it's like it's like Doctor Strangelove yeah. meets Godzilla. It's like wow. a bureaucratic comedy centered around Godzilla. Wow, and, and that stuff is so fun. And then all the Godzilla stuff is really well done as well. Like he evolves. It's the, so weird. The final shot is like one of the coolest endings, I think, to a movie ever. And it's just this one still shot that just makes you go like, holy what? shit, what the fuck? When and, is it from? Uh, like, what era? 2016? Yeah, it's recent. Really? It's like a newer Godzilla film. Please, everyone check it out. Shin Godzilla. If Godzilla vs. Kong gave you... Godzilla fever, or is it Kong vs. Godzilla? I can never get it right, but either way, if it I think gave it's, you I Godzilla think it's GVK, fever. and it, I, it's crazy <laughs> because uh, Jeff wanted us to watch it because he was saying that there's a lot of people on the internet that didn't like Godzilla vs. Kong, that, but like the people that love certain versions of Godzilla, it makes sense because Godzilla vs. Kong is straight up just a popcorn movie. Yeah. It is just, yeah, an American. Like, oh, 
and an American popcorn movie for sure. And yes. that is and that is the interesting sticky thing with Godzilla because Godzilla was a Japanese creation based on the atrocities that we committed against Japan with the bombings of Hir- Hiroshima. It is a representation of the nuclear monster. I didn't that know we, that. That's yes, so it is fascinating. Fully based on that. It like comes from the oh. sea. It sort of comes yeah, it, it it comes out and like that's why it has that like crazy like that's like a radiation beam it's shooting Whoa. out of its mouth. Oh, wow. Yeah. I had no yeah. idea. That's why it's so fun because in Shin Godzilla, it also brings in the Americans. All of it is tongue in cheek. All of it is just it, it, it's tongue in cheek, making fun of like also the the Japanese government and all of that kind of stuff of, of like the bureaucracy of getting anything done. So it's all making these jokes of like, oh no, Godzilla's attacking. What are we gonna do? Let's get up and have another meeting. And like that, it's very fast. Let's it's slow very, this down with more debate. Uh, you know, let's like completely ruin this by sitting around talking about it instead of like taking any action. Meanwhile, he's just destroy the city. As it's great. I can't yeah. believe that. I now we're. We're going down a slippery slope over here of Godzilla. <laughs> I never thought that I would. I can't believe how much now I am invested. And I want to, and almost all of them are on HBO Max. I swear this is not a commercial. I don't get paid by HBO Max. But they're all on HBO Max because Godzilla vs. Kong is on HBO Max. Hell they're so yeah. smart. This is, I am in a, I am in a, uh, 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 it's not, I shouldn't call it a war, but it's like a, I'll call it a feud or a project. Ooh. It's an ongoing conversation with my husband about, and I know I've mentioned it before, about getting rid of cable because <laughs> it won't let go of it. Because he is, he's being I, the Godzilla in this. I think he's. I think he needs to let go. I I blame Generation X. I think that it is a generational thing. I think he's like, I need cable so that I can watch my shows that are on HBO and. You know, and sometimes we watch things on live TV like it's, you know, back before the COVID times, we would have people over to watch all the things that were ever on live TV because we were the only ones with cable and we watch the Grammys and, the, you know, we don't like and then I used to watch like. I used to love just turning on TV and seeing whatever was on uh-huh. TV. That was like my simplest joy. Oh, sure. Being like I don't seek something out. I like look for whatever is on. Like that is to yeah. me is much more relaxing than choosing something to stream. And that's my biggest mental block. I have major streaming choice anxiety slash paralysis. Whoa. Like I, I, hear I that. cannot. I'd way rather just turn on the TV and fall asleep to, to forensic files. But like. <laughs> Knowing that, like, with HBO Max, you can, like, get everything, and with Disney Plus, you can get everything, and with and whatever the fuck also other live... all of the ID stuff is on Discovery Plus! Right, right. Yeah, Discovery, Discovery Plus, Plus seems like it has all the things that... <laughs> that's that's where I'll... Like, I'll be the Discovery Plus one, because I need my oh, yeah. and JoJo and my food. You... I will say if you're good. So I've made the full switch. We don't have cable and I have not looked back and I really don't care. It is a nice little treat when I go to a hotel to channel surf. Like totally. I get it. But uh, I think I think that the way you have to do you have to kind of basically know what you're going to be get, trying to watch before you go into the menu. The big mistake is definitely just like free falling and well, free falling. <laughs> you're just like scrolling through the menu with that song. But you're just like, I don't know what to choose. Like, you can't do that. You're like, should I watch? 
Should I watch a glorious bastards right now? Like, am I about to watch like an epic war film right now, or am I about to watch a reality show? Like, you have to kind of no idea. Know. Yeah, right. You have to make a plan before you go in, and you're like, I'm gonna probably watch this, 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 or this, and then sort of, and then like maybe dabble, maybe like think you might watch something else, but you end up. I, I will say though, you might that ended up with it. me watching um, the live action. That ended up with me watching the live action Aladdin drunkenly on Saturday after we got back from a pool hang. Um, I, I just went full free flow and, um, slightly disappointed by it, but either way, <laughs> what we shock, did, everyone shocked <laughs> at, at the beginning of the pandemic when, uh, it was, uh, when we still had the very full house situation, we made, um, like a list, a piece of paper with a list of all the things we had been like meaning to watch, you know, and then that was good because it just kind of like gave us a reference. But I'm thinking if I make this leap, maybe what I should do is like the best advice that a friend ever gave me about trying to like read books more. She was like, you know, don't just have like one book, always have a fiction book and always have a nonfiction book. That's the way my dad did yes. it. Yeah. I've given up that on having does. a nonfiction book. I've just jettisoned <laughs> reading nonfiction ever. I think what you should have is always, and this goes for TV too, you should have like a good fiction book and a trash fiction yeah, that, book. That's, yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. Because yeah. I used to just like, somebody would give me like a very good nonfiction book and I would be like, great, thank you. And then I'd just be like, well, I guess I'll never read again because I don't really yeah. feel like reading this for fun. <laughs> right, because I, I read a page of this and now apparently I'm just locked into this for the rest of my life even though I could just put it down again. and pick something else up yeah I tried to read the American people's the what was it the people's history of the United States I was like I'm definitely the kind of guy that's read this book and then I just couldn't get through the first couldn't get through it I get it. that there's so many of those books that I have that I'm like I am Ugh. I do need to read it and they just collect all of the I get how it. history is interesting and I just love hearing bro dudes scream about how interesting history is. It's always great. You're you're one of a kind bro dude who screams about <laughs> it. But I can't get into it to save my fucking life. I get it. It yeah. would probably make me a better creator if I knew more about history even. It would probably, you know what I mean? But I just can't I can't do it. Well, this, so. my way of doing it now is like I'm watching the fucking crown and I'm like, I've never, <laughs> ever wanted to learn about the British monarchy. Yeah, I really want to watch the crown. <laughs> zero shit. So now every night I'm like, this is all the pictures I could find of Prince Philip when he was young. You know, like it really <laughs> oh gets Oh my me. God. Well, of course, mama mia. Have you, uh, wait, where are you in the crown? We Se haven't talked about this. Season two. We're, we're up to season nice. two. <laughs> we got to get on it. That's what we need. I've been looking for something new. That's what I need. Ma the crown. It's great. Yes, but then you'll have to start talking like this. You will have to start talking <laughs> like this. You, it will be very this. difficult for you because you'll be attracted to her, but you'll also want to punch her at the same time. It's just a few. <laughs> You're so good at it. You're so good at it. Yeah, have you done 23 and Me, MJ? Do you know? You seem like you would be maybe come from a little bit of fancy Britain. Are you calling me British royalty? I might wow. say you're, I was calling you fancy. <laughs> I would say fancy British. In fact, All right. I'm the opposite. I'm Irish, and so my people hate uh, the British. Whoa. Now, was there a rake in your family, uh, Lydia? Do you <laughs> know of any any, any womanizing rakes from your? Uh, Irish heritage. Don't even bring up the rake now that we know that we can't have him much longer. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I I know from my, I did not continue on with Bridgerton, but I saw that everyone was so upset about the rake and they made a, such a cute little announcement. It was in the form of the little 
uh, gossip The newsletter. lady whistled down. <laughs> yes, Lady Whistle. I read that article in her voice, by the way. <laughs> of in course. Lady Whistled Down's voice. The, the article you said about how uh, uh, Rajay, well, I'm going to say everything wrong. Renee, <laughs> Rajay, Reggie, Raja. Either way, he's All like, get it. it. Either way, the Duke is a rake. That's the only thing anybody probably knows about the show if they've <laughs> talked to me about it. So, yes, it is sad I that he will. I burn for you. I know. I thought about you. Yeah, no, the I burn for you is much more um, intense. How are they going to bring the show back? Isn't the rake kind of like the breakout so star? It's, it's based on a series of romance books that... Actually, Jackie, I wonder if you would move on to that after uh, Twilight, even. It's based on a series of books based around this family, but he's not, is he, I don't even think he's in the second book uh, at all. It's reggae. I stopped, I was not <laughs> listening to you. I was straight up looking up, a, I've been meaning to look up the pronunciation and I keep forgetting. You know what? There's no time like the fucking there present. It's reggae. It's reggae. It's reggae just John. remember, so every time you think of the name, just be like, we jamming, we jamming. It's reggae. Reggae Jean. Right? Reggae Jean. Reggae I didn't Jean. listen to the whole thing. It's Reggae Jean. There you go. Reggae Jean. Well, do you think I don't I was gonna well, I was saying, Two Jackie, I was like all six all right. <laughs> That's John Valjean for all my lay misers out there. <laughs> I wonder I'm wondering I'm if you would doth protest to uh moving on to the Bridgerton series of books. I forget what they're called offhand after uh, you're done with Twilight, because uh, yeah, I believe the second book he is uh, not even in it at all, uh, or very minimally in it. The second book is about Anthony Bridgerton, the one whose butt we get to see a lot in the first he's season. He's kind of a Ooh, rake like himself. Him. He's like an ex-rake. Yeah, he's a little rakey. Yeah, he's got a good butt. Yeah, he's a little rakey, but then he's got <laughs> his honey that you won't make a, a ringed honey because he he can't. He's not to. <laughs> and that's a little Shrekky, I guess. But um, so it's supposed to be all about him. And Reggae John was not supposed to. He only had one year contract. So when I first saw. Lady Whistledown talking about, oh, he's not going to be back for a second season. I was like, oh, that sucks, but it makes sense because every season is about every book in the series. But in reality, he was only signed on for one year. And when they asked, okay, you're the breakout star from this because they didn't know, they, he said, okay, I'll do it, but I want a lot more fucking money, which... Fair. He's no, now a breakout star. Yeah. Netflix said no. And so now he's really not going to be coming back for any episodes. I wonder if in the future, if they make more money, that they would be willing to coerce him back. But I think it depends on how his career is going, honestly. Mm. That's a, I wonder how, I just wonder as an actor how that feels to be like, this is my price. And Netflix is like, mm. No, and you're like, no. okay, I'll see you later then. Like, I mean, to do like one scene or something that might be a hard sell for them. But also, they, yeah, I think the maybe the move here. Well, it's hard because I'd have to know what happens in future books if he has a prominent part in a future book. I think maybe it's like, okay, fine. Then we'll also kind of deny the rake or deny the people the 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 quench the, the thirst in need of quenching of that is would be giving them the rake. Mm. Uh, and and hold him back from us, and then and then be like, here's your rake, like in a year or so, and then everybody's just like, oh, everyone's just like, I thought about, yeah, like you know they do. Did you sort see of do that ep- the episode with the I thought about you, <laughs> MJ? No, the in Bridgerton. 
Yeah. No. No, I, I didn't make it past the first one because you gotta keep Gideon going. really did not want to watch it. The first one is what is kind of whatever. I watched it alone. I, yeah, yeah, I watched it alone, but then I had to set my, my show that I watch alone now is Unsolved Mysteries, which nice. I was a hater on at first here on this very show, and now I'm obsessed. This show. Hell yeah. It's great. But They've yeah, done I, great I know everyone says that Bridgerton, you got to stick, you got to stick with it to like, I think you guys said episode four or five, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's when it really Yeah, I mean, definitely if you want to get to I Thought About You, then definitely. But it gets naughty, I think, more so starting in even just ep two. It starts to be like, oh, wait, how naughty is this show? And then by ep five, you're like, this show's the naughtiest. (laughs) It's naughty. I am totally not allowed to talk about this, but a friend of mine is writing on another naughty show that is being that is going to come out on Netflix soon, and I am just excited that Netflix is seems to be leaning in on Naughty Town, and I will watch it. Fantastic. I want to watch all the naughty. It's like they're listening. They can feel my loins. I burn for flicks, and I ain't talking bean flicks. Everyone's <laughs> horny right now. Everyone's you know, either been alone for a year or like with the same person, not seeing anyone else for a year. Not like if you're in a monogamous relationship, you would have been sleeping with other people, but just the excitement of going to parties with your significant other, seeing them in a different room than your house. You know, everyone I think could use- Having a reason to get dressed up at all for anything. Looking different, anything that's different about, that differentiates one day from the next, you know. (laughs) Like, I think people are really, really horny right now. And- and It's insane. (laughs) I'm, I feel that I'm throbbing for fun. (laughs) I'm so ready to be released that I just like, I feel like I'm just one big vein. (laughs) That I'm just like, as I stare at like the the picture of of a a margarita and I just go and I'm getting a little bit gruntier (laughs) and I'm excited about it I'm scared of the release yeah yeah well Holden called it first that that the streets will run with cum and I think that he was right white with cum it will flow it will flow like the spice in dune it will uh, (laughs) varakis it will flow don't you this is not it must flow Jackie your brother's making it flow so it has to flow even in this show it has to flow ew it sounds like he's pissing all over you <laughs> I don't know what he you guys is do. metaphorically and literally he is pissing all over me it's also good that Netflix is getting hornier because a lot of people aren't going to be ready to go out and have the real life horniness yet you know yeah. and so oh, yeah. it's you gotta like you know have like a, yeah. a virtual solitary horniness option as well I couldn't imagine being in my 20s for this this no. would be so crazy no. So crazy. No. I don't know. I do not know I what would I would have, have done. I definitely would have dressed up like an old woman and went to a Vax place. I would have done that. <laughs> First of all, I'd be like, oh, I desperately need this vaccine. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, uh, Ethel, it says Ethel here. Ethel, do you have a boner right now? Oh, apologies for that. That's just my pet snake that lives in my dress. Lives I'll in my just stick her and get her out of here. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just, all right, fine. Just let me level with you. I need sex. I have to have it. It's got to happen yesterday. I need to get back so that I can continue to swipe right on my phone. So please, please do that. Yes. And you know who didn't swipe right on a corporate buyout? 
Good segue. That would be, how is that for a, man, I haven't had Very a good. shit transition Ooh. in a minute. That was horrible. I, I don't even want to listen to what I have to say. I just, <laughs> I just shut down. It's Kanye. They said it. I got. Uh, yeah. I was very. Thank I, you know God what? that was a joke. I got got on yeah. April Fool's Day. It was released that Kanye West purchased Spotify, and I was like, I excuse me, that's <laughs> very bad for us. I yeah, think. exactly. Like to pull the curtain back a little bit. If yeah, Kanye very God fearing. Uh, last black on the left, <laughs> very not God fearing, and so it was just Get like I literally saw the headline. I was like, that's probably just one of those headlines that like isn't. You know, it's not what it seems. I'm actually just going to ignore it completely because I'm very stressed out right now. And I'll just hope, you know, I'll hear about it from Henry if it's real. Right. <laughs> Can you imagine Henry calling being like, Thank so God. Kanye bought Spotify. <laughs> and we're yeah. all out of a job. And we're <laughs> fucked. And the first thing he's doing is shutting what down what he called do? that devil podcast network he's deciding to not just not just stop it from being on spotify but he actually called all the presidents of the world and it's not going no. on anything he's like it seems that he found uh you know two shows part of the same network one is about uh kind of devil stuff and the other is like mostly making fun of him so they uh they decided <laughs> yeah, so, to really yeah, shut yeah, it yeah, down exactly. <laughs> yeah he's definitely not into page seven um yeah i uh thank god that was that was a joke. It was, was an terrifying. April Fool's joke because we had April Fool's last week. Uh, I mean, honestly, at this point, my brain is mush. I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, no. Oh, so there's another thing that happens out there. <laughs> there should be no April Fool's in a pandemic. They should have canceled April Fool's. Can't. There should have been like a fucking government edict being like, don't, it's illegal to make a joke on April Fool's. Day. It was kind of that way last year. It was kind of, that's maybe one of the only good things that come from pandemic is that like April Fool's got canceled for a little bit. It's like enough, give it a rest. Maybe we can come back in another year and surprise anyone. Yeah, and it, right. <laughs> but you know what is extra legal this year? That would be April Reels Day, everybody. Absolutely. Yes, April Reels Day, April nineteenth. We must. Start to prepare. Uh, April Wheels Day is upon us, and I am scared. Holden and I have, have already been, like, I don't know what to do. Do you Holden, have your, you, let me ask you holding, this, Jackie, do you have your reels yet? No, I don't. I don't either. Don't. I think it's that's like a good sign. Which means you have a good professional relationship. That's a you good need sign. a couple of weeks, I, you know, you, it sneaks up on yeah. you. You think at the it beginning of December, I got plenty of time. No. I'm actually going to say I'm glad that neither of us have our reels yet. That, that I think that that is a promising sign. I think if we both had them locked and loaded, it's going to go down. And so I'm glad it's this Now, side. MJ, there's been a lot of questions <laughs> of whether or not you're going to join us this year in April Reels. But the question is, is that I actually don't <laughs> know even possibly what I would say. Yeah, I'm sure I could dig a couple I, up if I had a gun to my head. But <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm going to join either. I think that a big thing that has me holding back is that April Reels is very strategically timed to be the day before 420. Yes. Obviously. Yes. Um, to smoke to forget. And... Uh, to smoke the reels away, yes. To smoke the smoke reels. The rails away. <laughs> <laughs> smoke the reels away. Uh, <laughs> however, despite the wonderful um, legislative victory here in New York that marijuana is now legal, um, I, just because of the circumstances of my life, cannot necessarily part you know, par participate Partake. in 420 the way that others may be mm. able to. And so I... <laughs> 
I mean, I'm not so, I think when I was pregnant, I was like, I'm not doing April Rolls Day sober. That's just impossible. Of and, course not. And, and now it's not like I have to be sober all the time, but I do have to kind of, uh, you know, I don't have the, the, I, be a parent of two tiny children. <laughs> 420 yes. for me is not what it was when I was in my 20s. Uh, and so that is my biggest hesitation. Yeah. I will I say I don't have kids and 420 isn't what it used to be either. It's like, I don't yeah. have the time. It's a Tuesday. What am I going <laughs> to all day? I can't do that. I don't understand. I mean, I, I love to, to kind of throughout the day get high, but I don't understand the part where we all get together like we're going to have some big throwdown and they get too high to talk. <laughs> that is what it is. That's straight up. Like, <laughs> that's, I, uh, that's the funny thing about it. I appreciate it. Yeah, I enjoy it. You know, or, or other people, what they do is like they, they, they add other drugs. They like do molly and mushrooms and stuff. And it's like, but then that's not the day. You know what it's I mean? It's not the day. That's doing other drugs. That's like, that's like not the day. Like that's, you're cheating almost. Like what we're supposed to do is get so high. We can, we are afraid to speak to our friends <laughs> and yes. go home. It's true. Whenever yes. there was like, there used to be like, you know, big social events around, uh, uh, 420 and like like shows, you know, like official like, and I was like a show. We did shows a every show. year. A show. Yeah. Shows all the time. Yeah. You want me to get on stage? Absolutely <laughs> not. Yeah, exactly. Hey guys, everybody looks like my parents right now. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be a fireman when I grew up, and then I don't know what's going on. Why is yeah? I don't know. You know, it just. So I, I guess I'll, I'll eat like one extra edible. You know what I mean? I think that's kind of where I'm at. Ooh, bad girls club. Right? Uh, uh, or we, you know what we do? We dial it the other way. Maybe we do. Or it's Sober. like, okay, you want us to smoke some weed? Yeah. You want us to smoke some weed? And if we do just like hit a new plane that we shouldn't be on anymore right. in do our a dab 30s. or whatever. Maybe I'll do a dab. Maybe I'll get a dab rig. I had a similar experience on St. Patrick's Day. Not like I ever was like, doing the green beer bar crawls on St. Patrick's Day, but I always kind of wanted to because I am secretly a bit of a bro. And, you know, I do, I feel like... <laughs> I mean, white boy summer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. there's there a go. reason. Not so that. secretly anymore. I mean, exactly. come on. <laughs> and, uh... Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5-gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. So I liked, I while everyone else was like, every St. Patrick's Day in New York City, everyone would be like, fuck those guys. And I'd be like, I want to go drink with those idiots. That sounds like fun. And, <laughs> you know, this St. Patrick's Day, obviously it's a pandemic, you know, I'm got work and parenting and stuff. It's not like I can start day drinking, but I was like, I want like, a, you know, right. Responsibilities and adulthood does kind of change your relationship to these like holidays based around 
consuming things all silly day. times yeah yes and and for those of you that are not aware if you are new to us this year april reels day is the day end of the year that holden and i have decided to critiques that on <laughs> other days would not be easily taken but in yes. ways to better our professional relationship and we have to there is a and consent friendship. process and friendship yes. there's that we ask and 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 ask permission to give the reels there is an entire uh ritual that we have created as a yes. way to better our Friendship and professional relationship. You have to offer the reel. They have to accept the reel so that it's a consensual. You then hand them a plastic hand. And if the reel is too real, and our example that we always use is, uh, I hate your fucking wife, right? <laughs> that's that's like too Which I did real. not say. It's not that's constructive. not something that was ever said. No, that's that's not something that's that's always the example. That's always the example, yeah. right? Like, because it's like, it's not, it's not very cool to say that. It's like nothing that the person can fix. Like Work it's not on. really like a productive thing, it's and it's also too it's criticism. too far. It's like too hurtful. I, you I, know? I remember another example that I think I can't remember now if it was closer to what we we're st- looking for or if it was too easy. It was like I hate the way you eat pizza. Um. Yeah, I think that you could say the way you eat is distracting when we're trying to like hang out or get work done. I could see that you turning that into. A constructive reel, right? So it has yes. to. It has to be. I, I guess I didn't remember how constructive. Also, if I, I you think I hate the way you eat pizza. Yeah, it doesn't work fundamentally doesn't because work. it's not very. I mean, that's just a a, a, a lazy blow, uh-huh. you know, to the other yes. person. But I'm just saying you could spin it in. Hey, when we get together and you eat you like make this smacking noise, and it makes it. Dis- it's distracting. For in fact, that's like a nice uh, reel. In my so, opinion. like saying that, like that somebody chews with their mouth open or something. Like, I guess, yeah, I'm, yeah, I can I'm, see that. I, but, but, I can but see what that. you guys are describing has more to do with like your ability to work together. Which I guess I right. didn't remember that element of it. That it's more. Well, here's a great example um, of like a bad reel. Like, um, you're sexually frozen. <laughs> Is like a bad that example. That is not a bad reel. When I said that, it was in a way for you to maybe start opening up your idea of what no, Lexi you was could very maybe like that in your sex life. See, this is the thing. I've got it did the help. intel. It did, it did start a conversation, I will say that, and some efforts. It started a conversation. You're welcome. Also, I feel like listeners should know that, you know, we have had a lot of, like, you know, we're all former improvisers we all know how to like yes and things and so we've had a lot of conversations on this show where we like create an idea and then we all add to it and we spitball it the molly zone is another idea like we we get good ideas we build them up we great you know but but what you guys did with april reels day is really something special because you manifested a joke conversation from this show with created a a movement full of like props the hands you can slap you created all yeah i've got all my clappers yeah you guys you guys actually did the next step which was take that from this space and bring it into your real life your real friendship and not only that but made it a annual tradition and it's really i think 
mind-boggling that you have done it in an admirable it's just absolutely admirable <laughs> thank you and we live stream it because we want to we want to inspire other people to do the same we have had more and more people around the world committing to an april reels maybe just start with one friend talk to a friend maybe if you have like a couple friends that are really into it get together again it just has to be consensual remember that it's consensual yeah and and it should it's be consensual and, and it should come from a place of love it should always come yes. from a place of love this is not a take out the dirty trash right uh, day. This is a day people, there were tears last time. There were real, real special moments last time in a, in a positive way. And uh, yeah, so I think and it's always like. you can join us on this April Reels because yes, we do it live on Twitch. Yes, it is. I'm going to go ahead and say uncomfortable to watch, <laughs> but it is <laughs> tactically a beautiful piece yes. of communication Cinema. Yes. <laughs> and and again, the context here, I think for anybody who's trying to bring this into their own life, think of like, I mean, you and Holden, like Jackie and Holden have worked together for 15 years. Like they are, like the, the, the amount of friendship and collaboration and trust between them is unparalleled, right? Oh, yeah. and, and I feel it's like- It's an emotional trust exercise. Yes. Yeah. Don't do this with anybody that you wouldn't describe as like your very best friend, I think, because- yeah. It is it it is it is a risk. It is this is not people are not meant to communicate this way. Yes, yes. No, that's why and, I'm but, scared of doing it with family because Henry right. has mentioned that he might join he us. Said he like, would I don't join know us. if we can reels each other. Yeah, that yeah. might be scary. That'll be an interesting. It'll be a science experiment for sure. Yeah, I definitely could reels know. Henry. I definitely feel like I have a re- uh, at least. <laughs> well, you guys I have, are I besties. Mean, you I can write do a that. list at this point, but yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think I would love. But that's the nice thing. But in, at first, you're scared. There's always the series of emotions too. You're scared. It's scary. Then, then it's like this beautiful feeling of release, and then it's like you ha- feel like you've grown stronger together, and you feel this amazing euphoria, and then you get so fucking high, dude. The you next get so day, high so high the next day. Yeah, but I will good. say when I tried to explain this to my therapist, she was just like, "Why? Why are you?" She's like, "It's something that makes you nervous." So I was like, "I'm going outside of my comfort zone. Yeah, Aren't you supposed good. to encourage me?" Yeah, it's, it's good. <laughs> therapist just like, "I don't That's think I recommend." Hilarious. That. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's good. You yeah, you go outside of your comfort zone, but again, it's the kind of stuff that is gonna come up eventually, if right, unless right. you just stop being friends with them. Like it's gonna come up. You're just kind of getting it out of the way in a safe space as opposed to in a volatile space. It's a a challenge to do. Right. Because I think we all have things that we've been like maybe would would have thought about saying to our friends and haven't. But there's also things like Jackie, would you have told told him that he was sexually frozen (laughs) in the course of 10 years if there hadn't been April Real's Day? I think that I have never, I've definitely made jokes about it before, but sure. I've never looked him, because also said it's about it eye contact, yeah, looked yeah, him yeah. in the eye and said, I, and I'm saying it in a way that is not to <laughs> put yeah, can we get down. Could you have used a different example, MJ? Would there, were there a bit of different example on a different reel just, so that I we didn't have to bring the, the sexually frozen think, reel back up? I the first year, because I don't know what you guys did. I don't remember what you guys did last year. I remember you told Jackie that she needed to quit smoking. Yes. And she fucking did. How and cool I is did. that? How cool yeah. is that? Did you tell your therapist that? Be like, well, I'll give you an no, example of how it fucking that. kicks ass. This dude told me to fucking <laughs> stop smoking in a very direct way that I could never have done. Looked casually me in the with eye you. and said, yeah. "You smell bad. You sound bad. You need to stop smoking." Yeah. And I was like, oh, "Actually, okay. the biggest one for me was people look up to you." 
That was my biggest one. I was like, people yeah. fucking look to you. Like you are honestly, you are now actually because of your follower count, you are technically now what they call a micro influencer. You fucking oh my God, literally, micro. You literally wow. influence people I'll, to do does stuff. Does that mean I'm losing weight? <laughs> it's I, not. It doesn't funny. mean I'm losing weight. Yeah, I know a little bit. It's not. No. <laughs> That's why you know I'm gaining experience. <laughs> and isn't that what everybody needs? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you should totally join us for April Reels Day on April 19th. Ugh. And we'll put out the time as we get closer. And because terrifying. I need to start working on it. I got to think about it. I haven't thought about it. I honestly ha- don't have don't have it. I don't know what it is. No. Nope. Um, no. Nope. So. And we will wait until the day of like we do every year because yeah. that's how our brains work. <laughs> yeah. But that's why I wanted to start talking about it now. I wanted to get it into our brains. And so if you would like to join <sighs> us, you totally should. Or if you want to set it up with your group of friends or the people that you work with, it really does weirdly help. It does help. I think it um, helps as long as you're not. Oh, by the way, don't go into it with someone like if you're in a fight with someone like you need to resolve that shit. Before going in, uh, you know what I mean? Right. Like, this is what I try to get across. This isn't like when two people are just like, fuck yeah, I'm glad April Reels Day is coming <laughs> up soon because I'm mad at this person right now. Like, that's not going to be a good April Reels Day. Right. But if you come into it being like, no, place we get a lo- we've been getting a lot great lately. What do we have to Reels about? And then, you know, you sit and think about it and then, and then it becomes really cool. Mm-hmm. And it comes out there. Think about it what you really want to say to someone. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I know what Tandiway Newton really wanted to say to us. Yeah. Can you please? Oh my God, you guys have to read the Vogue interview with Tandiway Newton, at, who has finally come out to start talking about that she has 22 years ago dropped the W from her name. I am talking about Tandiway Newton from Westworld, from uh, a million other. Oh God, my brain is just. Um, East Land. Mission Impossible 2. I Mission Impossible ma- 2. And Crash. Crash. I mean, this is, like, she's just you. an amazing. And the little boy's room. Ooh. Oh, you're singing Crash into me. That's Crash into me. That is. She has nothing to do with Dave Matthews. Band, but she has everything to do with being a Zimbabwean princess and has now did this a beautiful interview with British Vogue talking about taking back what's mine and that it was something that was she was told had to be taken out of her name, as well as talking about a lot of instances in Hollywood where she was not only not black enough or too black or how many times that she would have to deal with sexual harassment and no one would listen to her. And it's just, I'm so, it's such a beautiful interview though. And I really think that y'all should check it out if you're able to. Again, it's in British Vogue. And even just up top, like, you no, know, because her mother is a Zimbabwean princess who fell in love with a lab technician from Cornwall. And I just love the opening of this. It's like, they were driving along a bumpy road about to enjoy a sardine snack when the sardine can was opened. The oil spilled all over the woman's dress and she laughed her head off. The man thought... I need to be with this woman. (laughs) And there were rainbows crisscrossing the sky from the magic of the mist and the sun above the crashing water on that trip contained in this magic. A child was conceived. It was just a very, 
And they're talking about Tendi Way Newton. And it was um, it was just a very funny cinematic way to uh, enter into a an amazing interview with her. Oh, I will yeah. say that if a, if a trend of, you know, the kind of like times where we are in now of like more acceptance and more visibility and stuff. Also, like I've never really interrogated the idea of like stage names because it's just kind of like such a given. It's just such a normal thing you grew up with. Like, oh, yeah, everybody else, like all these famous actors had like really Jewish names. And then they changed them. And like, that was, that's what I remember reading like lists like that when I was younger, like, and it's like, oh, that's kind of fun. They changed their name. And like, when you think about it in this context, you're like, eh, it's actually not fun. Yeah, it's like, like removing this, their culture right, from right. who they are. Yeah, the stage name phenomenon is like one of those things I just kind of took for granted. And now upon thinking about it, I'm like, hmm, maybe we should not uh, pressure people to do that. Pressure people to assimilate when it's complete. I mean, even back, and I've said this before, when Henry was told that Zabrowski was too Polish and that he'd have to change it, he was like, I don't even know what that means. (laughs) That's ridiculous. No, I'm not going to be Henry Jones. Nobody wants a Polish actor. Like, there's not, it's not like there's any, like, bias against Polish people that I know of in this, like. I mean, they are, I will say, my dad knows every single Polish joke known to mankind, and we definitely were raised with the, um, a lot of how dumb are Polish yeah, people jokes. Yeah, right. But I guess what? there is a history of, of, of bias against Polish people, but it's like, to, to, to be like Henry, you can't sound too Polish. It's like, it's not like there's currently a present stigma against being Polish that I know of, although maybe it's right. just, every, everybody is just supposed to have like a... I think it's more just having a, pu- a punchy, poppy name, right, you know? Right, oh, right. yeah. Candy. Like, it's just, yeah, it's kind of just that. It's like having that, like, Peepo, you know? I'm Peepo Chunks. Hey, <laughs> I do character comedy stuff, you know what I mean? That's Look at Peepo. That's my character name if I were to change Pe- it. Peepo Chunks. <laughs> um, did you hear about the Polak who thought his wife was trying to kill him? Well, On her dressing table, he found a bottle of Polish remover. I do like that joke. I have a friend whose parents are Polish immigrants. That is a good one. He makes the Polish remover joke. That's what I like about the Polish, all right? Polish kind of like enjoy their you're so stupid jokes, right? I mean, there's not a lot of Polish people being like, like fighting back against the, you know. I mean, we were raised with it. I mean, my dad still thinks it's the funniest. He would get the spray on deodorant. And I mean, it's a visual joke. But say, how, do, how does a, a, a Polak put on deodorant? And he would spray it in the air and then walk through it with his arms <laughs> up. But he did it almost every day. So there was just deodorant all over the place. My mom was like, can you stop? saying the joke. It is not funny. You're getting deodorant everywhere and it's not getting on your back. Which in its of itself is the funniest Polish joke. Is that in the name of doing really a funny is. Polish joke, he's just like destroying his own house. <laughs> um, and it is something that is really beloved in my household. But... Um, I think that the idea, I think that you are completely right, though, MJ. I've just, I've never, I've never thought about it before. I've never thought about stage names before. And if it's of your own choosing, I guess have it. Yeah, like I have a difficult to pronounce last name and I have sometimes wished I had an easier to pronounce last name for the sake of having to have other people say my name and telling people my name on the phone. And like, so yeah, in that, in that way, I get it. But right, I feel like it's the like when agents tell you like, you'll never make it in this town unless it sounds more British. Oh my God, you sound just like 
uh, Cole Sprouse's writing agent on Riverdale. But yeah, we're going to make it to the top, kid. Yeah, I'm eating this hot dog. And yeah, you're going to write the next bestseller novel. But also now I think it's flipping. I think, honestly, it's just about trends. Because I think right now, because of people like Zendaya, like that's becoming a much, much more in thing to do have anyways thing to do use your actual name <laughs> use your name wow. you know Julian right now just being actually who you are from the very beginning that's what's really in right now uh, hot new thing <laughs> not uh conforming to some weird guy with a cigar hanging out of his mouth in an office that's I do hot. wish I could change. I mean, I guess I could change my name to Jackie Rockets, but I think I'd have to start <laughs> moving much faster. This hey, is, I, yeah. I'm about to say something so embarrassing. Um, <laughs> but when I was like in fourth and fifth grade and I like really wanted to be a famous person, like a famous movie star, I did a lot of like writing fiction. Um, uh, <gasps> and I <gasps> had like very briefly had an alter ego, like, where my famous, like, stage name was going to be, I can't believe I'm going to say this on the show, that my <gasps> famous stage name was Jackie Beautiful. Whoa! <gasps> Why have you ever told me How this? is that a revelation? How many years has this How podcast been running? I have never told Jackie Beautiful. Jackie Beautiful? What was it again? <gasps> I liked... Oh, my God, the puppet star, <laughs> Jackie Beautiful. Come on out here. That's amazing. I loved the name How? Jackie because oh. I, because, oh, it's about to get more embarrassing. There was like a lot of famous, Please. like, boy child stars that were named Jackie that I was really into, like Jackie Coogan, Jackie Cooper. Yeah. And yeah. I, it was, you know, oh, yeah. it was, uh, you know, gender neutral. I knew it could be a girl's name or a boy's name. Yep. And so I thought the name Jackie was really cool. And I knew that his stage name had to be like a poppin' last name, so I chose Jackie Beautiful. I mean, <laughs> Jackie Beautiful does it. I I can see Jackie Beautiful's name in the light. <laughs> How many boas would you have? I feel like you would be covered in feathers at all times, covered in glitter at all times, because that's Jackie Beautiful. <laughs> so you can use it if you Love want it. to. If you ever, if anybody ever tells you can you sound I? too Polish, you can take it. Yeah. Jackie, well, well, I go by Jackie Beautiful now. And so deal with that, you bastards. Amazing. Now I want to be, I don't even think I could ever live up to the name Jackie Beautiful because you're right. What a snap. Oh, it it's pops. like it is the hot dogs of nicknames. I love it. I mean, nobody what else knew about this. Snap. It wasn't like it was my nickname. It was like my secret when I'm famous, that'll be my stage name fantasy. That's oh, I insane. <laughs> Did you work on your signature for Jackie Beautiful as well? <laughs> I don't think that I took it that far. I think it was p- fairly short-lived, but it obviously stayed in my brain, so I, I must yeah. have thought about it a lot. Yeah, Jackie Beautiful. Uh, well, well, should I? I was about to say, I've got it. a bit of a brain stain for you. It's a conspiracy Ew. theory. Oh, brain stain. Oh, <laughs> do you do believe, believe it? it? That the... Glee co-stars Leah Michelle and Diana Agron were uh, in a secret relationship. Another <gasps> Glee one. Wow. I know. Another Glee one. I think it was based on a recent Glee one. So here's a little link you guys can. I'm going to put it in the chat here. Okay. 
And uh, if you want to look at this fun photo shoot, um, it's it's it can be a, a bit convincing. There's also a YouTube video if you guys want to look at that. I can post that as well. I'll post the YouTube video as well, but just maybe mute it. But it just kind of it just kind of shows. The, I don't even know how convincing. It just sort of shows them sort of being maybe in a relationship together. Either way, here it is. This one comes in from Max from Vancouver. The past few weeks, you've mentioned Glee a couple times, and this Glee stand cannot stand idly by any longer <laughs> without submitting this celebrity conspiracy. So we all know Leah Michelle, uh, Glee star, and whatever is a ja- racist. Yeah, and whatever jail resident. She, they put that in next, <laughs> yes. put that in there. But mostly only Glee stands and Veronica Mars stands. I don't know. I'm 20. No Diana Agron. <laughs> by the way, whatever Max for being 20. Okay, I'm fine with how old I am. Right. Don't whatever, Max, just for being 20. <laughs> the gorgeous bombshell must uh, be protected at all costs. In the show, they were supposed to hate each other. But did you know that they lived together while filming the pilot and the whole first season? There was a rumor a while back that they were fucking, and I think they were. I've attached a link to a video that was made in 2011, and it shows. And by the way, it even has scenes where they're supposed to clearly be like at odds with each other and there's still like seems to be it, it it really gives off like there's a sexual tension there a little bit like they're really happy to be speaking to each you know what I mean like they're supposed to be enemies and you're like you guys aren't fucking enemies you guys want to fucking bag you know what I mean <laughs> also I've attached a link to the photo shoot that the two of them did with the late star Corey Monteith in this 2010 photo shoot yeah. I feel would not be done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Max Max says, now I'm mostly gay, but this photo shoot makes the bisexual in me scream. It is it is species spicy, <laughs> I will say, but it's also done in what seems like either on the set or makes them seem like high school girls ripping off their yes, clothes. Being uh-huh. very fu- let's just say fucky with each other. They are being Fucky with each other. <laughs> uh, Max also says, anyway, love your show. Jackie, I love you and you're an icon. MJ, I'm so proud of you. you. And it's been so nice to listen along with your journey. And Holden, I'm so excited for Tiny Little Parts. And I guess the baby too, but whatever. <laughs> tiny Little Parts. Oh, is that one of the songs you're writing? Yeah, I remember Holden? that I'm, in a, I'm learning how to write music and it's coinciding with having a baby. And I just know that I'm going to become that guy that's like, you're Little hands make God feel shiny. You know what I mean, or whatever. I'm gonna be saying stuff like that. And it's gonna be like, it. I'm very so annoying, right? You smell like the grace. Of, you know, you smell like the leaves of Jesus Christ. You know what I mean, or something like. I don't know what it's gonna oh, be. That is. Nice. <laughs> I, I do frequently Super. look at my children and think that they smell like the leaves of Jesus Christ. Figure. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, the video. And, by, and, and uh, thanks again, Max from Vancouver. Also, by the way, every morning from Sugar. Ray plays the whole time while they show footage uh, in the video. That the video consists of that, uh, oh, but they do kind of do look like they want to have sex with each other in uh, throughout the video. So uh, I toss it over to you. What do you think? I this video. Are this you tossing shoot, it? I mean, it seems like it's shoot. undeniable. It doesn't even seem like a conspiracy. It just seems like a like a they just were. Yeah. yeah. I could see like it. It's a situation. I could definitely see it happening, especially. I mean, I we got to put up the pictures of this photo shoot. Yeah. This uh, it's is, um, crazy. It's. it's <laughs> I agree, Jackie. I think this was product of its time. It's just like yes, he's yeah. he's grabbing both of their asses. Like, is that okay? It's yeah. like why is that 
it's, it's like I'm gay, so I'm grabbing their asses. It's just a strange. It's it's just a strange. it's yeah. Well, she's, and also in she's wearing heels. her tiny panties, <laughs> spread eagle in a locker. They're room, in classrooms you know, in with... panties and heels and like kind of schoolgirl outfits. It is a bit insane. It's, yeah, for yeah. Sure. Also, it's gotta hurt wearing those six inch heels with. With little girl socks on. I can't imagine it already doesn't feel good when your PDs are shoved into a heel like that. But I think that with the socks on, imagine the bunching. Yeah. A lot of bunching. And speaking of bunching, I would thought you were going to say it would hurt to wear Ooh. those tiny, tiny underpants. Yeah. Oh, tiny panties. So, well, that's, a, that's <laughs> when this photo shoot is definitely from the low rides jeans era because it's those teeny, tiny panties that I've just always, uh, you know, I've got... Too much gunchin for <laughs> for that kind of bunchin, if you know what I mean. And uh, it's scary. Can you imagine? I just feel like the teeny panties would be, I'd have to be surgically removed from my fat folds. But <laughs> Petition to Mary to name the show Too Much Gunchin for that kind of bunchin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Jackie Beautiful. Yeah, I don't know. Jackie Beautiful, though. That was such a good. So, Jackie, did you do you think that they had some form of intercourse with each other? I, you know what? I hope that they didn't just because with everything about Leah Michelle that has come out, I wouldn't want another person to be attached to her because it's just so many stories that talk about she's just not a nice person. So, come on, Jackie, even racist bad girls can be part of the bad girls club, you know? (laughs) I guess, I feel like Bad Girls Club is a different like I feel like she should be in like the Bad like, Girls Jail. The Mean Bad Girls, Girls Corner, jail. you know? Yeah, like mean put her Girls in a corner. corner. Go think about your fucking she self. She has to wear the dunce hat. <laughs> it's next door to whatever jail. Yeah, exactly. It is. And it's it's grimier in there, and that's where she belongs. All right? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Go live in the grime. <laughs> Another celebrity conspiracy done. Number 47. We're coming up on 50 celebrity conspiracies. And only three of them. Yeah, only three were about um, Tom Cruise having sex with fish. So that's Uh, He's still out there doing it, though. I tell you what. (laughs) He is out there. He's getting it. Fucking those fish. (laughs) Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. But you know who's not out there fucking those fish? Kelsey Ray, whose 31st birthday is coming up on April 17th. Yeah, I'm doing a couple shout outs from the page 7 podcast at gmail.com. I do want to throw it out there. Thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. I know, MJ, that you've been reading through all of the 
many beautiful fucking emails from everybody. Thank you guys so much. It, I just, I know that it, the support is not towards me, but I feel it. And I love it. And it makes me smile every day. Yes. Thank you to everyone who has emailed the email or messaged me on Instagram. I am uh, not the best at getting back to people right now because I am just short on uh, on time and uh, attention span. And, you know, uh, it's it's but I am so I cannot I really the fact that they're the, the world now is a place where. I can, you know, talk about how I've always felt and that the response is just like literally universally amazing and hearing from other people who, um, you know, have felt similarly. And it's just like I, I couldn't have imagined this even a few years ago. And so I'm so, so grateful to everybody who has written and I see you and I am so, so thankful. But I also, but again, happy birthday, Kelsey Ray. And um, though it's cold and lonely in the deep dark night, I can see paradise by the dashboard light. Because your amazing sister wanted me to sing a little bit of meatloaf for you. Aww. And hopefully one day, Henry wow. and I will be able to do it together for you and for your birthday because this is her second quarantine birthday and she turned 30 last year and that just, but just think, white with cum, the streets will run. We're so close. We're so close, I can feel it. The early 30s are a great time to be and I welcome you to them. And I mean, you've been there, but they only get better, I think. And so I'm happy for, not only for your birthday, but also that it's your 31st. Yes, and also she's having a suburban dad outdoor party dressed up in our best white new balances, jorts, and you guessed it, Jackie, we're barbecue and hot dogs because Hot dog season is starting. <laughs> I mean, not that it shouldn't have been over, but I will say I had to drastically reduce the amount of hot dogs that I eat in quarantine because um, I shouldn't have been eating as much with how little exercise I've been doing. However, I have been hit up by the amazing Sydney talking about a hot dog opportunity for me that I'm going to apply to because the Major League Baseball season is starting up again and this company is looking for a baseball and hot dog super fan to become their official MLB professional food tester. Yes, I would be able to. I don't give a fuck about baseball, but I will <laughs> sing. I will sing every baseball song and you get every to try hot dogs and you get paid 500 bucks to do it. So I'm definitely going to be applying for that. I do want to give another shout out to Maxwell from London, because remember when we were talking about the KFC Pizza Hut pizza with the chicken on it, and we were wondering whether or not the gravy was used as tomato sauce. There is no tomato base on the pizza. They use the gravy as a base. The reason this doesn't work is that gravy is thinner and has a more subtle flavor than marijuana. Marijuana, uh-oh, Jackie, <laughs> marinara, or barbecue sauce. But the sweet corn of the chicken remains a good combination. In conclusion, he says this item is fine, but is neither as good as having a KFC or having a Pizza Hut. Therefore, it is not worth the combination sticking around. Thank you, Maxwell, for doing 
this research for us because we weren't able to do it ourselves. And one more shout out. Thank you guys so much for um, getting into detail with where Stan came from. <laughs> because it is from Eminem. And it was done. And I loved it because our friend Shayna sent in that they've been following this TikToker comedian who does an interpretation of Gen Z and millennial content to explain to Gen Z when things actually came from millennials, <laughs> like the word Stan, which, surprise, surprise, it's not young people's thing. Yeah, it's, it's not your our thing. thing. It came right? from Eminem. With your middle parts and your fucking not tight jeans or whatever it is. Yeah, and your not tight jeans and you all look still so good in them <laughs> with your tight and your high butts. And the, the I can't person stay that bad at you, you look fantastic. <laughs> and the person that they told me to follow, which now I am following, is Bmo the Prince. I don't. It seems that they are very famous on TikTok, but they do explain things between millennials and Gen X people. And it is, um, well, I'm old enough for it to be funny. It is Bmo the Prince, all one word, and that's who I'm following on Instagram now. Nice. And um, that's it for my show shout outs currently and again please uh, just thank you guys so much for all of the support for everything for always hitting us up and for also letting us know which i was aware i also want to do a quick shout out to Erin who told us to start watching kj epa's tiktok mj yes. do you watch kj epa's tiktok i started i and i all but but you know i think that kj epa's tiktok is an important story, but the the TikTok shared by Lily Reinhardt, Veronica, whose name I will for some reason always forget, and Cheryl, Cami Mendez, <laughs> thank you, yes. and whoever is Cheryl, whose name I will also always forget. Uh, their shared TikTok also oh. fantastic, and also features cool. a lot of JK Yappa all around. It's been, a, it's been a good week in my head for my perception of KJ Yappa. It's 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 improved. I do love when Aaron says, buckle the fuck up if you haven't seen it yet. He has an alter ego named Fifi that he dances as. If that's an expression of his gender identity or something else, then I am in full support. But I definitely have questions. I mean, like, do you, KJ? Also, how does his body move like this? It's insane. Yeah. He is a lot of fun to watch. I do hope that he's talking to somebody I think that he might be but it is weird and I like it it humanizes him for me a little bit because Archie is such a cardboard man that I like seeing KJ Epa be a little bit more than that Epa. yes and thank you guys again that is page seven podcast at gmail.com feel free to hit us up uh we read all of them and I absolutely love it and it makes me smile so thank you so much Hell yeah and speaking of smiling, it's time for the goddamn list. Oh, who's, who's on, on the list? Jackie, gotta have that list. Oh my God, we are continuing on going down the list of insane things celebrities actually spend money on. Like when Rick Ross celebrated his birthday in a strip club and admits he spent a Brinks truck full of cash during the event. I don't know what a Brinks truck is, but I imagine it's a lot of cash. I will, I will always remember Kevin uh, Barnett, rest in peace, Bird Luger, telling me about getting to go to the SNL after party, uh, I think I believe with Michael Che and folks, and um, 
the after party was at Dave and Buster's. The musical guest was Drake, and Drake uh, brought in bags of two dollar bills <laughs> and a bunch of str- and a bunch. Oh right, I forgot about the missing ingredient. And he got a bunch of strippers at the Dave and Buster's. Yes. They rented out yes. Dave and Buster's. He got a gaggle of strippers and then handed everybody like stacks of two dollar bills to give them for the night. Amazing. <laughs> I just remember. When Barnett was sending me videos, and he was sending me videos from the party while I was on my way to work in the morning. And I was like, I am just this it. He's like, man, you got to roll through. I'm like, what are you talking about? I got to go to work. work. That's so I have work early. I work at a bakery. Um, But he didn't care. And honestly, at this point in time, I probably should have gone. But that's okay. Don't live to regret. We live to watch Tyrese Gibson buy an island for his daughter as a Christmas present. She was eight years old. Tyrese bought her an island. How great would that be, though? Be like, go go to your island. (laughs) Get out of here. Go to your (laughs) island. Get a boat. I don't care how you get there. Get a fucking copter to take your ass to the island. Wow. And I'd say, bye-bye. Now, this is fun. We definitely get into this, which will be dropping next Tuesday, the beginning of our dream dream journey into Kesha's life. Kesha spends a few thousand dollars every month on glitter. In an interview with Vanity Fair, she says, it's my goal to cover the planet in glitter and take the fuck over. I can't do that if I don't have a shit ton of glitter. You're right. You're right. She also, one of my favorite more recent things is a bunch of her fans send in their teeth and she keeps them on a necklace. Really? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, you know, Jackie and I have a lot in common with uh, Kesha because of our shared love of glitter, but we don't collect teeth. We Please don't. don't send your teeth. I don't want them. <laughs> All right. What are you going to do with your kids' teeth? Oh, God. I don't make know. Make a shoe out of them. <laughs> oh, make a shoe. There is two. There's two mouthfuls. Yeah. Uh, my mom still has my teeth. Really? Has both of our, yeah, has all of our uh, teeth. No, by the still. way, I just want you to make one single shoe of teeth, and then the other foot is just barefoot, and that's how you go to, like, the town fair. You want it to be, like, a, <laughs> like a wearable I mean. shoe, not, like, a craft yes, shoe. a fully worn shoe made out of your children's teeth, but only on the right foot, left foot, barefoot. How many teeth do you think they got? <laughs> I don't know, I mean. <laughs> like a hundred, right? A lot. And the, yeah. Uh, you, you might see on the ultrasounds, you can see all of their teeth, like, in their skull. Ah, <laughs> ah, those pictures scare the fuck out of me whenever you they're like, this is a child's head. And it's like, yeah, I see all the teeth in there. I know what happens. Oh, Gideon yeah. was like, babies are born with, how do they have all their teeth? And I was like, it's like we're seeing through, like, their skull. You know, it's, it's weird. You don't want to think about it too much. And you're not the same. Yeah, they're looking through your skull, kids. <laughs> But how did Floyd Mayweather feel? Was he looking through the skull of his $50,000 diamond-encrusted iPod? Oh, my God. Yes, it's too much. I was already scared enough to to lose my iPod. Can you imagine being terrified of losing a diamond-encrusted iPod? It's also tough to really invest in a piece of technology that, you know, is going to become outmoded yeah, in just a that few That thing years. is, by the way, yeah, that diamond-encrusted thing right there is a completely useless piece of shit at this point. I mean, I guess <laughs> you... Could, diamond brick. Yeah, I guess you could listen to stuff on it, but I don't know. I mean... Are you gonna though? My Are brother really misses gonna? his iPod. He talks all the time about how he misses the iPod. He really yeah. like actively misses it. Just how it, had. it was just simple. It just had your music on it, and yeah. maybe like solitaire. I think it also had solitaire. 
and it just had all of your music, and that's the only thing it was used for. I do agree that the simplicity of the of of I, I did I do not miss my disc man though. I don't miss my disc man. Yeah. No. Yeah. As much as they said it was anti skip, that shit skipped. <laughs> that shit skipped all the time. Always skipped, even in the car. Yeah. Um, I love this. Clearly finding the selection at Guitar Center not metal enough, Jonathan Davis of Korn had a custom mic stand designed and sculpted Ooh. by H.R. Geiger. And That's you, awesome. Of course, he did the, the xenomorph designs for Alien, among many other creepy dude. things. He's an awesomely creepy but artist. But look at, it's again, awesome. Jonathan Davis of Korn, look up his custom mic stand because it's sick as Fuck. It's cool. I admit, I'm not a corn head, but it is cool. Yeah, that is dope as oh, shit. Well, I'm more of a baby corn head, <laughs> but you know. Eh, bleh, oh, baby right. corn, That's the one you um, get. I don't know what this is, but it does sound very fancy that in 1994, Bill Gates bought the Codex Leicester. <laughs> I'm very, I'm not very smart. Written by Leonardo da Vinci. Not DiCaprio, that I almost said, for $30 million. So I guess Leonardo da Vinci, he decided to write a little book. Um, <laughs> it looks um, like some sort of plans for something, yeah, a, and Bill Gates bought it. It's a it. collection of scientific writings. Um, and, yeah, uh, back in 1510. Um, and so I guess it's just this weird science book by this guy or whatever. <laughs> Some Seems guy. boring. Definitely if you're going to read the Codex Leicester, you're going to want to have like a fun fiction book as well, like Gone Girl <laughs> or something like that. You're going to need something to catch your attention. Just read Honestly, the Bridgerton the books. Bridgerton, yeah, read the Bridgerton book. Yeah. I thought about the Codex while fucking you. <laughs> That's not what he said. And last but not least, Elton John spent over $380,000 on flowers in the span of 20 months. I'm a person, I am sort of against the idea of being given cut Jeez. flowers. Not that I would ever, they're given to me. I'm not going to be like, yeah, get them away. I just prefer a plant. I like something that I can use again. But that's a lot of money in flowers. That's a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot. He's a big spender, though. He got clean. And so he just shops and he spends his big money and that's fine. I get Good it. For him. Believe me, I get yeah. it. Good for Not him. boozing every day really saves you a lot. Absolutely. But it won't save me from going blind? Oh my God. I, I don't know. Wait, wait. Oh. oh, I can't. No, no. I think I'm going blind. <laughs> I, how many times have we doing this fucking show? And how many times do I fuck up the intro to my oh own my segment? I, technically, I fucked it up. I did No, it. we were just ready. You were just ready to flip the script, Jackie. Here I, here I got oh, it. Oh, yeah. That, I don't think it'll fix me yes, from going. I don't think it'll fix me from going blind. blind. Items. Wow, oh, we can't, we can't see, see them. All right, I'm going to need to just sound a little sadder this time. Guys, I, oh. guys, I, guys, I think I'm going blind. <gasps> Items. Oh, we can't can't see see them. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like we're talking to you when you're delusional and 85. We're like, yeah, Holden, no, we can't see them, but it's okay. It's all right that you see them. We're just going to guide you toward the light. All right. And I'm going to say about these blinds, this is actually a good, I'm glad the intro is janky because these are some jank ass blinds. Because you know what? Sometimes, and I commend our celebrities for not giving us enough good blind items in a week. Because you know what? That just means they're staying out of trouble. They're working on their what's self-healing. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm going to chalk it up to. Or it's too sad, and then I can't do those either. But, uh, 
you know what? We're going to do... All right, so uh, for example, here's a weird back-in-the-day blind, okay? Just starting out, the now permanent A-plus actor made inroads into the business via the Laurel Canyon Sunset Strip crowd in the late 60s, early 70s by dealing pot... You always know they know what's going on when they say pot. <laughs> he was known he was known as the man to see for the best weed. It helped him land that iconic small part in the counterculture independent film that ultimately catapulted him to stardom. All right, let me give you some more clues. Okay. Matthew McConaughey. No, but close older than that. Older than Matthew McConaughey. So like, we're talking late 60s, early 70s. Um, in the same field, but again, older than that. Um, the independent counterculture independent film led to a big Hollywood blockbuster film involving Kurt Russell. No, involving space by the same director. Luke, it was a George Lucas it's thing. Not Kurt Russell, maybe. Uh, Spaceballs. No, no, that's not George. So, but Star Wars. Harrison what Ford. Led to Star yes. Wars. Um, Harrison Ford. Is it really Harrison Ford? Was apparently Ford? a weed dealer, I guess. Before he, yeah, so that's why I threw that out. I was just like, that's fun. He was dealing weed, and that was a like scary time to deal weed up in Hollywood. And that's where he rubbed elbows with people. I love that that idea because you never, you always look at Harrison Ford. You're like, that guy's like a square. You know what I mean? Like for sure. So yeah. I would love, I would love it if y- a young Harrison and that movie would be. American Graffiti. Ah. And American Ooh. Graffiti was directed by George Lucas, and then and then that's what led to him getting... But it was he was in this very small role in that movie, but he really was a standout as, like, the uh, bad boy in that movie, right? And that's probably what... Sexy-ass weed dealer. If he shows up at your house, right? you're, you're going to be happy about that. Because he was sexy. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, especially back then. I was like, then. we did just have April Reels Day. Do you want to come smoke the reels away with me? And so I said, that will be my hit on him. <laughs> You think it'll work? Am I an Ellie McBeal enough? Everyone's always like, oh, Jackie McBeal? No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. <laughs> Isn't that um, that show that neither of y'all saw? <laughs> never saw it. Never no, no. fucking saw Unless it. Unless you've watched it since last week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. Exactly. That was just a reference. I mean, that show must be the most dated, oh my God, I'm watching a show from the early 2000s, late 90s like TV show ever, by the way. All right. Yeah. Here we go. A kind blind. A happy blind. I love these blinds. Aww, these are so nice. Blind. This is a... A, a, a blind in support of a celebrity. It was a house of sweaty horrors. Two friends of mine participated in a movie, not mine, but the person who wrote the blind. Two friends of mine participated in a movie filmed in Detroit around 2008. The movie was directed by a talk show host. During the movie, this late night fun, I mean, a, a talk show host who is also a child star who's more known for her, her film work. During the movie, this late-night funny person had a small part, but they were the real star of the show and how they treated the extras. So not the director, but the late-night funny person who was in the movie. The way that they treated the extras. You see, they were filming in a Detroit warehouse in August with no AC, and these extras were sweltering in face paint and wigs. The late-night funny person entertained them between takes, signed hundreds of autographs, took dozens of photos. They could have retreated to their air-conditioned trailer, but they were a class act every minute of the day. The, oh, so the opposite of Leah Michelle, at yes. least with everything that I was reading through yes. that referred to the extras as cockroaches yes, to their face. 100%. Um Late night. Okay, so in... So they're both talk show hosts, technically. One is the late... But the good guy is the late night funny person. The the current... The other talk show host is more known for her film work and for being a child star. Okay, is that... It's like not... Oh God, talk show hosts wouldn't face. be the first thing that came to your mind. It's a more recent uh, thing. 
I can see her face from Firestarter. Uh, <laughs> from, from Firestarter? <laughs> Is she in Firestarter? What's the movie she's known for? Not Reese Witherspoon, but she reminds me of Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> oh my God, I can see her face. She was at E.T. Yeah, she Drew showed Barrymore? David Letterman her tits. Yes, Barrymore. God damn it. <laughs> Not Reese Witherspoon. The late God night funny man it. is also known for being a bit of a drunk in blind items. Ooh, oh, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon. And I'm going to say this right now. All right, I've been on multiple shoots. I've been an extra on shoots. I've been not an extra on shoots. Doing that for your extras is like a huge deal. No one does that. No one. No, no one extras are, are treated like trash. Yeah. No one. No like the stars of a project like never treat extras like anything. Much less like hangs out with them, especially in like super sweltering heat in a warehouse to make sure. So that was they it get... Jimmy Fallon that did that, or yes. was it Drew Barrymore? That Jimmy did Fallon that? that did that. But so also, was... I have heard insane, amazing things about cool. Drew Barrymore as well. Yeah. That is just like apparently she is just as nice as you want her to be, and like professionally, intimately, like like no matter what, whether like she knows you, whether she doesn't know you, she's supposed to be like the nicest person of all and time. And I really oh, want to like see that. the movie. The movie's Whip It about the uh, roller derby team that came out in in two thousand and nine. That it's sounds great. Yes, I stars, love all roller uh, derby stars, shit. Stars Elliot Page, Kristen Wiig, oh and so Julia Lewis. I have seen this. It's really good. I really want to so watch it. It's so good. It's so good. And Jimmy Fallon's in it, of course. I, I really want to watch it. it. It looks oh, awesome. Oh, I forgot about that. Kristen Wiig is in it. Marching A. Harden's in it. It's a great movie. Yeah. Juliet Lewis is in it. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to watch it. Great cast. Love that Barrymore's the director. Like, yeah. That's what very cool. What talk show does Drew Barrymore host? Yeah, her she's, own that's talk why, show. That's why I kept trying to remember. We talked about it. It's so funny, MJ, because I, I know it. we've talked Ugh. about it on this show, yeah, and I know, and we talked <laughs> about it in the sense. I think maybe even it was a blind at one point that she kind of gets. She's clearly seems hammered in, in a lot of clips. Uh, <laughs> I think she's just having a good time. She's having but fun. I really, I actually really enjoy her talk show. As really? Well. It's yeah. Yeah. You know I'm a sucker for talk shows and I really I think I trust it, your taste. Ever since I saw my first episode of Red Table Talk, I trust your taste in talk oh, shows. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I mean nothing will ever beat Red Table Talks, but you know, Drew Barrymore show is delightful, but just because she's just she reminds me of a beautiful, like the first spring poppy. Like she's just such a she puts a smile on my face. Yeah. Drunk or not. She yeah. puts a goddamn smile on my face. She just seems like a really nice friend. Yeah. I know. I want to meet her. <laughs> and here's a final blind or whatever. This A-list singer slash soon-to-be judge is cheating on her significant other, so I'm really iffy on the whole wedding thing she's planning. She also steals everything from everyone, and she's completely whatever, and so whatever. Ariana Grande with yeah, the voice. Yeah, probably. I guess <laughs> fucking Ariana, Ariana Grande, Grande is cheating with the on voice? Gomez, and she's also going to be a host of The Voice, so whatever with that. So I guess The Voice is going to not be good now, so. <laughs> Honestly, I stopped watching The Voice probably eight years ago, but just because I just was done with it. I just, it even was though just your, your husband, Blake Shelton is there. I know my husband is there, but then like his girlfriend was on the show and I was like, okay, he's flirting with her and stops looking at me in the eyes when I watch <laughs> the show. So I had to let it go. I had to leave it be. And now Ariana Grande is on it. And now we're especially as a show, banned from watching The Voice. You hear me, MJ? You hear me, Holden? Banned. <laughs> 
thank you. That will work, I really work ent- for me. I, I really right, appreciate your See, support. I'm taking it from you. I, you know what? You're welcome. Take it yeah. off my plate. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you I heard she steals. Welcome. So that's something I heard. <laughs> she steals. <laughs> um, just heard that from a lot of people. All right, she's not a Winona Ryder. If we can forgive Winona, we can do Poor anything Winona, in this culture. The, and the, we can. The Paul Rubens yes. of female celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Of course, I can she should have gotten canceled for that. That's so stupid. Yeah. This whole thing. They were both wronged. You're right. Yeah. Yes, they were wronged. They were wronged. <laughs> but we were righted here on page seven this week. I feel great. I'm going to be watching more Godzillas. Let me know which. what's your favorite Godzilla and tell me to watch it and I will watch it. There are a lot of them out there, so I can't do them all. But maybe I can. Who knows what will happen? <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us on this week's Beach 7. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at JackThatWorm. And also put it in your calendar. April 19th, we will be doing April Reels Day. And uh, I got to start working on it. I got to start doing like breathing exercises too or something. Like I think that's called Lamaze, but I think that's another breathing exercise you're going to have to start Yeah, we're on. signed up for baby class. Aww. It's going to be fun. With Kazo and Sina, we're doing it together. It's going to be fun. Aww. That's fun. That is fun. Are you guys going to get drunk? Jackie, you should come. Jackie, you should pretend to be pregnant. Okay. Yeah, just wear, wear a basketball and you're just coming. I, be will, like, I don't need the basketball. Many people right, on the bus please. used to give me their seat. And you know what? I took it every time. <laughs> Take it. Take it every time. <laughs> Did your water break? It's like, I just pissed myself on the bus. That's all that was. I did. Um, My name is MJ Neffel, and I'm MJKLCat on Instagram. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody, for the kind messages. It really means, like, an incredible amount. So thank you. Hell yeah. I I love you. I am Holden, twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Check out me and Jackie on Fridays. Jackanese is super fun. Yeah. Also, again, page the number seven podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for everybody who sends all these things in. I use them all the time. Obviously, I use the celebrity conspiracy today or whatever. So thank you so much. Page the number seven podcast at gmail.com. Keep coming. We love you guys. We'll be back next week. We'll talk to you soon. Be safe. Be healthy. Get that vax. Love you. Bye. Bye, everybody. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers, 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One. Because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. 